Welcome to the UCM Interface Bible Study Podcast, isang Bible study podcast by Pinoy's for Pinoy's. Just friends around the table, conversational, taglish, expository, slash inductive study method. Hatid sa inyo ng UCM Interface, ang Young Adults Ministry dito sa Union Church of Manila. Hindi kami experts, most of us are young professionals, but we do try our best to study context and let scripture speak for itself. Uh, usually, we go book by book, pero meron din kaming special study topics. Before we start, thanks for joining us. At kung trip nyo tong ginagawa namin, please subscribe and share to your friends. Alright! Introductions first, around the table. Hi, I'm Christina. I'm a neurologist. Ako naman si Rainier, director ng Young Adult Ministry dito sa Union Church of Manila. And I'm Prissy. I just graduated dentistry. This is Gooch. Today, we're gonna be discussing Daniel 6. Exciting. The last chapter ng narrative parts. And then from 7 onwards, apocalyptic, apocalyptic literature. Na tayo. Before we start, ano ba nangyari sa Daniel 5? Sa chapter 5, ito yung handwriting on the wall. Handwriting uh, on the wall. Kumbaga, isang mensahe dito yung tinimbang ka, ngunit kulang. kulang. Oh. Yeah. Which is also yung title natin. For oh. <laughs> oh. Al- alam nyo naman pelikula yun ni Lino Broca. Kung alam nyo, uh, bata pa kayo. Sabihin ko sana. Ito yung katapusan na ng Babylonian Kingdom. Mm-hmm. At natapos ito na ang hari noon, well, co-regent ng totoong hari na si Nabonidus ay yung anak niyang si Belshazzar. Belshazzar. At isang natutunan din natin doon. Yung, alam mo, dapat natuto na siya kay Nebuchadnezzar. Eh. Uh, yung pride. Pinagyayabang pa kanya na. Oh. My father. My, my, uh, not really father, but more but like predecessor. Predecessor. Oh. Pero hindi niya pa rin natutunan yung lesson kay Nebuchadnezzar. Pride goes before this Yun yung tema ng buhay ni Nebuchadnezzar. With so much pride and arrogance, dahil na rin sa sobrang kapangyarihan ni Nebuchadnezzar, he behaved like a beast. Isa rin to sa mga tema eh, di ba? Which will be super important for chapter, chapter 7, seven onwards. onwards. Dun sa chapter 5, most likely that feast was sort of a uh, campaign. Nagihikayat siya ng support para uh-huh. labanan nila yung mga parating na kalaban. Ang kalaban nila nun ay Persia. Who was actually at the gate. Nasa gate na pala. <laughs> Nandun lang sila, nakaikot na sila eh. Nag-aabang lang. Nag-aabang na eh. At nung lumabas itong handwriting on the wall na to, at sinabi nga yung mensahe, ito na yung katapusan ng Babylonian Kingdom. At katapusan na rin, syempre, ni Belshazzar. Shortly after that, they got assassinated. Okay, so now we are on Daniel 6. But before we start... Why don't we go through our reading? Three, two, one. Daniel 6. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be throughout the whole kingdom, and over them three high officials, of whom Daniel was one, to whom these satraps should give account, so that the king might suffer no loss. Then this Daniel became distinguished above all the other high officials and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. Then the high officials and the satraps sought to find a ground for complaint against Daniel with regard to the kingdom, but they could find no ground for complaint or any fault because he was faithful, and no error or fault was found in him. Then these men said, We shall not find any ground for complaint against this Daniel unless we find it in connection with the law of his God. Then these high officials and satraps came by agreement to the king and said to him, O King Darius, live forever. All the high officials of the kingdom, the prefects and the satraps, the counselors and the governors are agreed that the king should establish an ordinance and enforce an injunction that whoever makes petition to any god or man for thirty days except to you, O king, 
shall be cast into the den of lions. Now, O king, establish the injunction and sign the document so that it cannot be changed according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which cannot be revoked. Therefore, King Darius signed the document and injunction. When Daniel knew that the document had been signed, he went to his house where he had windows in his upper chamber open toward Jerusalem. He got down on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as he had done previously. Then these men came by agreement and found Daniel making petition and plea before his God. Then they came near and said before the king concerning the injunction, O king, did you not sign an injunction that anyone who makes petition to any god or man within thirty days except to you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions? The king answered and said, The thing stands fast according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which cannot be revoked. Then they answered and said before the king, Daniel, who is one of the exiles from Judah, pays no attention to you, O king, or the injunction you have signed, but makes his petition three times a day. Then the king, when he heard these words, was much distressed and set his mind to deliver Daniel, and he labored till the sun went down to rescue him. And these men came by agreement to the king and said to the king, Know, O king, that it is the law of the Medes and Persians that no injunction or ordinance that the king establishes can be changed. Then the king commanded, and Daniel was brought and cast into the den of lions. The king declared to Daniel, May your God, whom you serve, continually deliver you. And a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet and with the signet of his lords, that nothing might be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting. No diversions were brought to him, and sleep fled from him. Then, at the break of day, the king arose and went in haste to the den of lions. As he came near to the den where Daniel was, he cried out with a tone of anguish. The king declared to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God whom you serve continually been able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel said to the king, how king live forever? My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouths, and they have not harmed me, because I was found blameless before him, and also before you, O king, I have done no harm. Then the king was exceedingly glad, and commanded that Daniel be taken up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no kind of harm was found on him, because he had trusted in his God. And the king commanded, and those men who had maliciously accused Daniel were brought and cast into the den of lions, they, their children, and their wives. And before they reached the bottom of the den, the lions overpowered them and broke all their bones in pieces. Then King Darius wrote to all the peoples, nations, and languages that dwell in all the earth. Peace be multiplied to you. I make a decree that in all my royal dominion, people are to tremble and fear before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God, enduring forever. His kingdom shall never be destroyed, and his dominion shall be to the end. He delivers and rescues. He works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. He who has saved Daniel from the power of the lions. So this Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyrus the Persian. These are going to be our chunks of discussion across the whole of Daniel 6. Verses 1 to 9, uh -huh. ito yung plot against Daniel. Verses 
10 to 18, this was when Daniel was singled out for punishment. 19 to 24, this was the ordeal and the rescue. Ginamit ko yung ordeal, hindi siya punishment. Napapaliwanag din natin yan mamaya. And then finally, verses 25 to 28, vindication ni Daniel. Tingnan natin yung verse 1 sa chapter 6. May binanggit na pangalan eh. Darius. Darius. Oh. Sino ba tong Darius na to? At ano ba yung katongkulan niya? Kasi una tong nabanggit, dun sa chapter 5, the last verse. Yeah. Tinutukoy dito, meron ng bagong superpower. Wala na yung Babylonians. Mm -hmm. Ito ay panahon na ng Persians and Medes. Pero sino nga ba yung Darius na ito? Mga iba't ibang sources as to who Darius is. One is that Darius was just a title. Tama. It's not a name. It's not a proper name. Oh, 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 it's just a title. A throne name. Si Chief. Uh, parang ganun, no? <laughs> chief, chief, ganun. Pero kasi nga, iba na yung nagahari. So may mga ina-assign sila mga sa bawat region. May katungkulan. At itong Darius ay naka-assign dun sa Babylon. So malang mayor yan, parang ganun. Parang ganun siguro. So now we are on, uh, so merong three high officials. Oh. Daniel was one to whom these satraps should give account so that the king might suffer no loss. Ang nakakatawa dito, nagpalit na ng superpower. Si Daniel. Si Daniel nandun pa rin. Hindi ba? Hindi ba? <laughs> Kasi, <laughs> oh, di ba? Kasi kung tutuusin mo, galing ka sa dating administrasyon, nagpalit na ng mga leaders. Hindi pa rin si Daniel. In fact, hindi lang leaders. Talagang isang bagong superpower na to. Pero nandun pa rin si Daniel. Ba't kaya? Di ba? Kaya nga, kung ikaw, bago kang leader, kukuha ka pa ba dun sa dating administrasyon? Usually, hindi. Kasi baka mamaya sirain pa yung mga plano mo. Di ba? Yung mga kakilala mo. Mali mo, traitor ka. Pwedeng ganun tingnan, pero hindi eh. Kinuha pa rin siya at saka matanda na si Daniel dito. He's 80 plus na eh. Something Siguro. like that probably. Uh, no. uh. Pero bakit kaya si Daniel napili pa din? Tingnan natin yung verse 3. Daniel became distinguished above all the other high officials and chat traps because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. Oh, Magaling kasi siya excellent spirit was in him. Sabi nga dun sa verse 3, Daniel so distinguished himself among the administrators and the satraps by his exceptional qualities. But so this was seen... Recognized na. Uh, okay. Plus, pumasok si Darius dyan. I'm sure, nakibalita sila sa ano nangyari from the last administration. Right. Uh -huh. uh, tapos even yung prediction na happened a few hours before the assassination, siguro. May reputation. May reputation, May reputation na, na siya. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Pagpasok pa lang ni Darius, alam na to ng mga tauhan niya na meron daw ditong magaling. To the point na the king actually planned to set him over the whole kingdom. Right. Hanep. Grabe yun, taas nun. Eh, syempre, bagong administrasyon. Meron ka rin sarili mong tauhan. Matutuwa kaya itong mga tauhan mong to kay Daniel? Hindi, ingit sila. May ingit sila. Mapi-please pa sila sa performance ni Daniel. Hindi eh, marami kasi ingitero eh. Well, tayo, nasa workplace tayo, alam natin yan. Na marami talaga mga ingitero. And these are fault finders na talagang kahit ano pang ganda ng performance mo, hahanapan ka at hahanapan mm -hmm. ng kasiraan. They're also thinking about themselves. They're also thinking about, paano naman kami? Paano ko aangat? Tsaka, teka lang, kami yung kasama mo. Kapwa mo kami Persian o kapwa mo kami Mid, dapat kami rin. Bakit inuna mo pa itong sinakop natin na to? It's also possible na other than yung performance niya, Kasi siya yung hindi mahanapan ng corruption eh. Nasisira yung diskarte ng mga corrupt. Right. Oh, mabibisto sila. Eh, dito nga tayo kumikita eh. Kaya nga tayo nasa gobyerno, di ba? Para makapangurakot. Di ba? Ganti yung ugali ng mga taong to. Tapos maglalagay ka dyan ng malinis. Sabi nga dun sa isang commentary na nabasa ko eh. Simula pa lang ng chapter na to, may miracle na eh. Government official na hindi corrupt. Oo. Oh, oh. <laughs> 
Tama. Bihira yun. Ito mga detractors ni Daniel. Anong ginawa nila? Ano yung pinropose nila kay Darius? At ano rin yung motivo nila? We shall not find any ground for complaint against this Daniel unless we find it in connection with the law of his God. Dahil wala silang ibang mahanap na butas, alam ko na, kailangan gumawa tayo ng paraan kasi masyado siyang devoted sa kanyang Diyos. Mm. Doon natin siya pwedeng tirahin. Mm. Yeah. Diba? They went as a group or meron silang agreement. Mm-mm. Anong hiniling nila ngayon kay Darius? Itong phrase, paulit-ulit to sa chapter. They came by agreement. So, well, they went as a group. Oh, yeah, so. they went as a group. Ano yung pinagkaisahan nila? To bring Daniel down. Paano? Unless we find it in connection with the law of his God. Yung reputation talaga na he's spotless. Pero kung pwede natin gawing religious yung labanan. Doon natin siya masisira. Pwede natin masisira. Uh-oh. Ang ganda nung reputation ni Daniel dito na wala silang mahanap na butas sa character niya. They just don't agree with his, with his religion, with his uh-oh, worship. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Pero other than that, his reputation is stellar. Some of my friends were posting memes like, merong babaeng tumatawa, tapos reaction mo pag yung kaibigan mong masama yung ugali, nag-post ng Bible verse. Iyon ang mag-post ng Bible verse yung kaibigan, uh, Christian kuno, pero pag nasa opisina, masamang tao, oh. okay lang talaga yung gantong reputation na wala silang masabi professionally, socially, and yet, they just don't like the God that you worship. Oo. Grabe itong mga lawmakers na to, no? Ano ang inuuna nila sa paggawa nila ng batas? Sarili nila. Sarili nila. Kapakanan ba ito ng kingdom, ng mga taong pinagsisilbihan nila? Hindi. Inuuna lagi yung sarili nilang agenda. Even si Darius, I don't think he had a problem with Daniel being a follower of Yahweh. Hindi naman siya um, issue, eh. You'd see it through the next verses na he actually didn't mind. Mm. Especially in declaration niya sa duli yung mayor God. Ganyan. Kaya ano nga itong ginawa nilang batas? Verses 6 to 9. So then, these high officials and satraps came by agreement to the king and said to him, O King Darius, live forever. All the high officials of the kingdom, the prefects and the satraps, the counselors and the governors are agreed that the king should establish an ordinance and enforce an injunction that whoever makes petition to any god or man for 30 days except to you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. Doon ka lang, sasamba. Kay Darius. Kay Darius. Mm. Hindi kanino man. Pero weird. 30 days lang. <laughs> <laughs> Bakit kaya hindi sinabi na, Bung taon oh, na. Bung taon na kaya. Sagarin na natin. No? May time limit. Hindi, eh. yeah. hindi ko rin malaman ko anong sagot dito. But I just find it very weird. Nagagawa ka rin lang naman ng edict. Pampayabang. Hindi pa sinagad-sagad. Meron lang kasi silang agenda. So pag nagawa na yung agenda, so okay na. Hindi naman talaga nila inisip na gawin siya forever. Second is... They just wanted to appeal to Darius and siguro yung probability na papayag si Darius, 30 days lang naman. Sige, okay na. Maybe, baka masyadong mabigat yan considering na yeah. oh. kingdom polytheist. Like, eh. how so, can you force people na, okay, isang God lang muna for one month? Oo, oh, ridiculous. Oh. Pero ito, okay lang naman na one month na since polytheist lahat. Oh. Ay, okay, then, okay pero one, month one month lang naman pala. Oh, oh, dito month. muna tayo kay Darius oh. manalangin. Oh. Oh. Darius diba? appreciation month tayo. Oh. Oh. Kaysa naman going forever. Mag-aalsa na yung mga tao kasi teka lang eh devotee kami ni ganito ni ganyan oh. kailan pa namin siya mapasasamba ulit magiging monotheist sila pa oh, oh. eh hindi naman ganun oh. ang culture nila so mm-hmm. 30 days pwede na acceptable enough. it's long enough para mahuli na nila si Daniel yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yung, yung so yun naman nila. talaga yung agenda talaga yun kumbaga nagagamit lang dito si Darius 
Yes. Diba? And he doesn't realize it. Hindi niya nare-realize na nagagamit lang siya para lang dun sa agenda ng mga leaders na to. It's very interesting, you know, yung pattern of the rulers. Daniel 1 to 6 is big characters who are rulers. Eh. You'd see the different characteristics. You'd have a ruler who's like a super bully and then you have another ruler na he's on top but he's actually not on top. Iniikot-ikot na pala right. siya dito. Right. Ikaw na ngayon dapat pinakamakapangirihan sa Babylon. You're Darius. You have that title. Pero hindi ka pala talaga makapangirihan kasi nagagamit ka lang eh. Nauuto ka. Nauuto ka lang. Thinking about that and also about power, no? Oh, that's the vanity uh, of earthly power. You might have the rank, but are you really in power? No. Parang ganun eh, no? When you are craving power, yung mga ganyang maliliit na mga pang-boost ng ego mo, papatulan mo. Na yung pala, hindi na pala ikaw in control. Uh-oh. It's your desires kasi you're a beast. Diba? Yeah. Yung nga yung theme. Kasi nga eh, diba all beasts, they are only driven by their instincts mm-hmm. and desires. Ganyan sila mag-isip lahat. Ituloy na natin, ano, yung kwento. Ngayon, ano nga ba nangyari dun sa edict na yun? Na-release ba? Yeah. yeah. Oo. So, pagka hindi nila ginawa, they will be cast into the den of lions. Okay. Kailangan malinaw. Ano daw ang parusa? Be thrown into the den of lions. Okay, tatandaan natin yan. Mamaya, papaliwanag ko rin ko nung kahalagahan nun. Okay. Now, in verse 10, nalaman ba ni Daniel kung ano yung decree? Oh, he knew. Kahit nalaman niya kung ano yung decree? Tinuloy pa rin niya. Oh, dead ma. Niya. Business as usual. Oo. Oh, oh. Ah, ah ganun ba? Ah, bawal pala. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sige, let's read that. Hindi uh, siya natinag eh, no? He went to his house where he had his windows and his upper chamber open toward Jerusalem. He got down on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he had done previously. As he had done previously. Walang nabago. Business uh-huh. usual. Hindi naman ito yung parang, ah, magre-rebelde ako. He's uh-huh. just uh-huh. doing what he's been doing. Consistent lang. Ganda nga nito kasi he could have just said, you know, God, sige, break muna tayo for one month. Ha. One month lang naman eh. Inconvenient kasi. Oo. Oh, 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 oh. Diba? Oh. Pero I think it is in these situations, in these little situations, dun lalabas kung sino talaga yung hari sa buhay natin. Right, no? right. Yeah. Diba, lagi nating binabalikan yung Romans 13, 1 to 7 at marami nagsasabi na dapat mag-obey ka lang dun sa governing authorities. Naku, Paano to? Si Daniel eh, sumubay. No? Deliberately against... Oh, so, totoo ba na you just blindly follow the governing authorities? Is that how we are supposed to understand that? Well, from Daniel's example, I think he knows who is the one on top. The governing authority above all governing above authorities. Above all governing and, authorities. And he is the one to be followed right. beyond anyone. Pinakita nga ni Daniel na you don't blindly follow any human leader. Kaya basahin natin yung Acts 5.29. Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than men. Ito isang magandang principle na pinakita rin sa atin ni Daniel. Mm. Sino pala yung nagsasalita sa Book of Acts? Peter, Peter and the apostles answered. Peter and the apostles. Sinabi nila, We must obey God. It's imperative that we obey God. Only God is perfect. And therefore, we only have to submit to His authority. Absolutely. Mm. Kasi gumagawa ng kung ano-anong kamalian ng tao eh. Uh, maganda rin minsan, pag-aralan din nga natin yung Romans 13, to 7 Siguro magkakaroon tayo ng panahon para mapag-aralan yan. Pero gusto ko lang banggitin yan sa ngayon na hindi ito pwedeng itawag. Uh, maybe in a special episode coming up in the next few weeks. Right. Oh. <laughs> oh. Tapos, pansinin nyo, may habits kasi siya eh. Yeah. Ilang beses siya nagdarasal? Three times 
three times. Actually, hindi naman nakasabi na three times a day siya nag-pray talaga. He could have been praying like 30 times a day. Pero, He got sinabi? down on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God. As he had previously, so mukhang may pattern o may habit. Mm-hmm. Sige, tingnan natin, ano ba kaya ang basihan niya, ano yung nag-inspire sa kanya na gawin ito? Psalm 55 verse 17. Evening and morning and at noon, I utter my complaint and moan and he hears my voice. Ito ba dapat tayo din, ganun? It's just a command. No, walang rule na three times a day tayo magdasal. In fact, kung magdadasal ka as followers of Christ, as followers of Yahweh, kung magdadasal ka, is that limited to three times a day? Throughout the whole day. Oh, kung tutunghayan niyo yung kwento ni Nehemiah, he was talking to the human king and simultaneously, he was also talking to the king of kings. Uh-huh. Eh, ganun siya mag-pray eh. Nakaka-relate tayo dyan eh. Yung parang may sasagot tayo, tapos biglang, Lord. <laughs> so, this, moment, yeah, yeah. so this habit was just inspired by the Psalms. So, siguro nagustuhan niya no, makapag-pray nga ng three times a day. Yeah. Pero hindi naman to sinasabi na meron tayong rule na oh, dapat ah, morning, afternoon. Hindi. Wala tayong limit sa pagdarasal kung kailan natin gusto mag-connect. Pero ang interesting, bakit siya nakaharap sa Jerusalem? First Kings. First Kings. Okay. Chapter 8, 35-36. No. This is the prayer of Solomon. When heaven is shut up and there is no rain because they have sinned against you, if they pray toward this place and acknowledge your name and turn from their sin when you afflict them, then hear in heaven and forgive the sin of your servants, your people Israel, when you teach them the good way in which they should walk and grant rain upon your land which you have given to your people as an inheritance. Para may anticipation ng ano to? Deliverance. Deliverance. That God will hear and forgive the sin of their people. When? They will be far from this place. Right. May anticipation eh. Na mawawala kayo dito sa lagar na to. And when that happens, you pray toward Jerusalem. Toward Jerusalem. Bakit kaya? Does the God... temple contain God? Well, Hindi naman, di ba? Hindi not... naman eh. Hindi parang... mo nga makukontain si God kahit oh. saan eh. Pero parang yun yung dwelling place. Oh, kumbaga, ito yung chosen place where His people would come to worship God. Kumbaga, simbolo na sa lugar na to, dito tayo pupunta kung gusto nating sumamba sa Kanya. Pero, nung wala na ang temple, wala na. Dinala na nga yung mga Hindi, items. Oh, eh. Eh. Chapter 1 pa lang. Eh. Chapter 1 pa lang, natangay na lahat. Eh. Sinira nga yung temple. Giniba yun eh. Uh, Pero pag humaharap sila doon. Yung longing to go home. And longing to be to be with God. With to be in God. communion with God. Kasi naka-exile sila. Eh. Naka-exile sila. Kaya doon siya humaharap. Not that he doesn't think that God is not everywhere or I mean God is not omnipresent. But there's an emotional attachment Meron that God had eh. given us. Para mas ma- yung mga listeners natin magkaroon sila ng mas malino na understanding standing dito. Ano kayong magandang analogy na pwede natin gamitin? Pagka nasa ibang bansa, mag-gather kayo for a party and then you'd eat Filipino food. Right. Parang it reminds you of a place that you longed for mm-hmm. or a place that you are from. Oh. Parang ganun. May emotional attachment yun. Eh. Right. I don't know if that's a... Pwede. Pwede. Oh, Pwede. Kasi naalala ko nung tumira ako ng Amerika eh. Maski nga yung mga TV shows, Filipino movies that I don't even care to watch. Panoorin mo. Oh, naku, pumupunta ako dun sa mga... Sinashawi. Uh, rental. <laughs> yung mga Pinoy stores na meron mga... VHS pa nga. Hindi naman. VHS. VHS rentals sa US. So, panoorin ko. Because of that longing to yeah. connect to your culture. So, palagay ko, ganito rin yung ginagawa ni Daniel dito. Kaya, humaharap siya towards that direction, Jews. Kasi may longing. A longing to be home. Longing to be part of that culture again. Longing to connect to God. Although, God is omnipresent. But, it has a special meaning for Jews. 
Tuloy natin to. Anong ginawa nitong mga detractors ni Daniel? Nag-abang. Inaabangan talaga nila eh, no? Minamatsagan ang bawat kilos ni Daniel kasi alam na naman nila yung habits na to ni Daniel, di ba? Ngayon, nung nag-aabang sila na anong ginawa nila? Siyempre, nakita nila si Daniel nagdadasal. Nagdadasal, sabi sa verse 11. But this was a private room. Kasi sabi dito, he went home to his upstairs room where the windows opened toward Jerusalem. So medyo exposed din siguro. At saka alam mo, kung fault finder ka, gagawa ka ng paraan eh. Naka-CCTV siguro. Oo. Kumbaga, no? Lahat yan. Bawat kilos ni Daniel, papansin na nila. Diba? Tapos paano nila alam na three times a day? Nakita nila? I'm sure nakikita nila na yan dati pa. Kaya ngayon lang naisip nila na paraan para masira nila si Daniel. Nung nabisto nila si Daniel, anong ginawa nila? Nagsumbong. Kay Darius, at anong sinabi nila? May mga pahimas pa yan eh. O, oh, King! Alala mo ba yun? Oh. Yung uh, law na pinirmahan mo? Pinirmahan oh, oh, syempre! Oo, oh, diba? Alala ko yan. 30 days, diba? Oh, natatandaan niyo ba yun na ikaw lang sasambayin at wala nang iba pa? Oo, oh, naalala ko yan. Ako pumirma dyan eh. Oo, oh, yung law mo, diba? <laughs> Hindi pwedeng i-revoke. Kaya nga kung babalikan natin yung napag-aralan natin sa Book of Esther, oh, oh. ganyan-ganyan yung nature ng batas ng mga Persians and Medes. Hindi mm. mo yan pwedeng i-revoke. Not even the King himself. Pansinin natin kung paano dinescribe si Daniel. So, one of the exiles from Judah. Ayan. Oo nga, kasi he's one of the high officials. Bakit Kailangan introduction? Kailangan pa pagdiinan. Oo na. Oo, yung ano, dating uh, foreigner. Exile lang naman from Judah. Binababa talaga, no? Uh, mm. Talagang ginagawang walang kwenta yan. Ano daw yung paglabag na ginawa ni Daniel? Wala siyang pakialam sa'yo. Or sa lomo. Kasi, nagdadasal pa din siya three, three times, times a day. Three times a day. Nako! Ano ngayon naging reaksyon ng hari? Was much distressed and set his mind to deliver Daniel. <laughs> ano ba itong nagawa ko? Ang Teka lang. At sinabi sa verse 14, he was determined to rescue Daniel and made every effort until sundown to save him. Ano kaya ang ibig sabihin nun? Kasi I think during their time, dapat on that same day, ma-carry out punishment? yung parusa. Pero, ano nangyari? Anong ginawa ng hari? Gumagawa siya ng paraan para sana... Malusutan? Teka lang, paano ba malulusutan to? Teka uh -oh. lang, baka madali ko pa to. Bakit ganong kahalaga ang tingin niya kay Daniel? Distinguish si Daniel. Gusto nga niyang gawing ruler over the whole kingdom. Magaling ko to na political leader tapos dahil right. sa katangahan ko, <laughs> oh, Tingnan natin yung mga sunod-sunod na nangyari. Nalusutan ba nung hari? Nakagawa ba siya ng lusot para kay Daniel? Wala nang magawa yung hari kung hindi. Verse 16. So the king commanded and Daniel was brought and cast into the den of lions. Tapos, may sinabi yung hari na mahalaga. Ito, ito, ito. May your God whom you serve continually deliver you. Sana ma-deliver ka pa. Weird. O litong-lito na tong haring ito. Wala na siyang magawa. <laughs> Wala na siyang magawa. Kaya sabi lang niya na sana ma-rescue ka ng Diyos mong sinasamba. Kasi siya na dapat sinasamba nun within that 30-day period ay walang magawa. Mm. It reminds me of Psalm 146, 3 and 4. Mm. Put not your trust in princess, in a son of man, in whom there is no salvation. Ang ganda lang ng power play dito na Sinabukadnezar, Babylon was like the big bad. Mm. And then, nung lumipas na sila, it's like, yay! Tapos na ba ang problema natin? Nope! 
may problema pa rin. Oh, oh, diba? oh, ito pa rin. Oh. Ito na nga, the king is actually in favor of Daniel and still, Daniel still has problems like this. And it's like, earthly power we can't really trust. One resolution to one earthly problem is not a permanent solution. Yeah. I think this story has a parallel. Yung kwento rin kay Esther na hindi alam nung hari that he signed an edict that, that would actually endanger endangers his queen. queen his wife. Diba? And this yeah. was going to be years later and after uh, this story. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> naulit na naman. Naulit na naman siya. Okay. In verse 17, dahil nga wala nang magawa, a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den. It was sealed uh-oh. with his own signet ring. May signet ring. Ano ibig sabihin kaya nun? Anong kahalagahan nun? Signet ring. Basically, government approved. Oh, dito, pwedeng galawin na. Kasi pag binuksan yan, masisira yung seal. This is final. I read a commentary that said itong about the sealing. Maybe also, it was one way of securing na if the lions will not kill Daniel, it was to make sure that no one else will actually try to. Uh, huh, that's interesting. Kasi yeah, yung detractors nga niya. Para sigurado. Para no? sigurado na hindi sila makagawa na ibang paraan to kill Daniel. That's mm-hmm. an interesting perspective. Mm-hmm. Pero sino na makakaligtas sa mga leyon? <laughs> <laughs> Pasukin mo man yun, baka ikaw pa yung kainin ng mga leyon. Uh, Di ba? <laughs> Natawa ba ang hari? Ano bang naging reaksyon ng hari? Verse 18. The king went to his palace and spent the night fasting. No diversions were brought to him and sleep fled from him. So medyo stress. Stress. Stress siya. Stress siya. Pero hindi na kong gusto ipaliwanag dito. Itong ginawa na to kay Daniel is an ordeal. It's not execution. Ano yung ibig sabihin nun? Kasi ito, practice to ng mga sa ancient Near East. Ang gusto mo lang malaman dun sa ordeal ay if you survive it, then you are innocent. Ah, okay. Yung execution, eh, guilty ka na kasi kaya papatayin ka Yeah, I, I noticed that kasi by the break of day on verse 19, the king comes back to Kasi nga, ordeal ito. This is not execution per se. So this is the worldview of the Persians? In ancient Near ancient East, in Near general, East. this was their understanding. Yung He's subjected to an ordeal if he's suspected of a crime, pero hindi pa sigurado kung talagang guilty siya. Yung bang ginagawa nila, itatapon niya isang suspect sa ilog. Pag nalunod siya, eh kasi guilty ka. Pag nakaligtas ka, ah, hindi Innocent ka kasi guilty. Ka. Kaya wala kang kasalanan. Okay. Isipin natin mabuti yan na ganito yung kanilang worldview. So that would explain later why the king had to check the den if Daniel was actually alive or not. Mm. Yeah. Verse 19 na tayo. Okay, so yeah. maga na. Siyempre, puyat yung hari. Takbo siya. Cried in a tone of anguish, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God whom you serve continually been able to deliver you from the lions? Okay, ito yung sinasabi natin that this was an ordeal. Kung inosente ka, your God will help deliver you. you. Will deliver oh, you. Oh, oh. If this was execution, there was no point to even inspect the den and check whether Daniel was alive, alive or, or not. not. Kasi it doesn't make sense. Bakit siya napunta doon para malaman pa kung buhay nga ba siya? Puro liyon nga yun eh. Anong chance mo na mabuhay ka pa? <laughs> and then, ang sinabi ni Daniel, which is the only line he gets this whole chapter. Oh, ganda ng bati niya sa hari. May the king live forever. Oh my goodness, siguro nung narinig ng hari yun, Buhay! <laughs> <laughs> Siguro yung puso niya napalundag. Ano? Grabe, no? 
or deal kasito alam ko na hindi siya guilty and then daniel explained how he got rescued may god sent his angel and shut the lions mouths and they did not harm me god sent his angel angel he shut the lions mouths okay the lions were not able to hurt him because i was found blameless before, before him. him and also before you o king after he was subjected to this ordeal he was proven to be innocent innocent, innocent. Innocent si Daniel saan? Sa law? Intindihin natin kung ano yung law. To make petition only to the king. To pray only to the king. Which he did not do. Yeah. So he prayed actually... to Yahweh. Oh. Ano yung innocence doon? That the law itself... Is faulty? Yes. Ah. That the law itself is faulty. Why? Because hindi dapat wino-worship or pinapray yan. Hindi talaga dapat. Hindi siya talaga dapat. Wala kang choices eh. You're not given any choices. You are only to pray to one God. So even if he violated, he did. He actually violated that law. Grabe to. This is so confusing to the king. It might be by the law, but it is not just. It is not right. Because this is a law that's written by men. Men. And men are sinful. And they don't necessarily make good laws. They have their own agenda as mm-hmm. to why they want that law there. Summarily, this law was said to be wrong to begin with. Yeah. It's corrupt, it's immoral, it's ungodly. And so, for Daniel to violate, so to speak, that law, hindi siya violation, it's confronting that evil law. And God proved to everyone that what Daniel did was not wrong. Hindi pa rin nagets ni Darius. The king was exceedingly glad and commanded that Daniel be taken out of the den. Buhay kasi si Daniel. Yun lang ang mahalaga sa kanya. Mm. Hindi pa rin naman niya talaga naiintindihan. Again, being polytheistic, hindi pa rin niya naiintindihan hanggang sa puntong yun that there should only be one God na dapat sambahin ang lahat. Ito pang magandang description dun sa verse 23. Nung inilabas na si Daniel, No kind of harm was found on him. Ni Galus, wala eh. Mm-hmm. Hindi siya talaga ginalaw. Mm. Dahil, Because he had tried in his God. He did not put his faith in the human king, but he trusted in the king of the universe. Ito lang ang tanong. Ito ba lagi nangyayari? Yung nangyayari kay Daniel. Maliligtas ka ba palagi? No. Sabi Uh-oh. ni Jesus, mapapersecute nga kayo. Eh. Oo. Favorite kong example sa Hebrews 11, yung mga taong na saw in half. Oo. Oo. Shucks. I always think about that example. Ano lang yung gustong ituro dito? Just have to trust God that mm-hmm. He is sovereign. No matter what. Kailangan balikan natin yung experience ng mga kaibigan ni Daniel. Oo. Si Shadrach, ano si Shadrach, Now, whether or not you deliver us from the fiery furnace, we will Still, continue to trust you. Mm, we will not. We will not. Worship. Worship that Go. idol. Uh, okay? Yung pa rin yung principle dito. Mm. Kaya wag natin gagamitin to against God kung hindi tayo naligtas sa uh, kung anumang sakuna. Eh bakit yeah. si Daniel? Niligtas mo kami, hindi. Eh bakit yung apostles? Lahat sila na martyr. Uh, except for one. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> John lang. He got boiled alive and he didn't die. According to tradition. But the point here is, hindi mo pwedeng gamitin ito para sabihin sa lahat ng pagkakataon, ililigtas ako ng Diyos. Mm. It is a story but not a blueprint. Hindi siya normative. Wala namang explicit statement na conclusion na this will happen to every follower of Yahweh. All you will be spared yeah. from all your problems. Yeah. All your worries. Hindi yun ang tinuturo side. dito. Ha? Ang tinuturo yeah. kasi dito kung sino ang sovereign. Yeah. Yun ang mahalagang leksyon. Mm-hmm. Ituloy pa natin. Tapos na ba? Hindi pa. Happy ending pa. na ba? Ah, hindi. Pero itong verse 24. Those men who had maliciously accused Daniel were brought 
cast into the den of lions. They, their children, and their wives. And before they reached the bottom of the den, the lions overpowered them and broke all their bones. Matinde. I'm reminded of yung dati nating book study on Esther. Uh-uh. Yung plan ni Haman was to impale Pero Mordecai. Tapos si Haman yung <laughs> na-impale doon. Pati yung mga anak niya. Pinagpapatay lahat yun. Uh-oh. And ganun din dito. Uh-oh. And I think yung point natin doon time na yun doon sa Esther. And for our listeners, if you have not listened to that, maybe you want to check that out. Yung lesson natin noon, if I remember correctly, was how evil will again trip itself over. Mm-hmm. Lead to its own destruction. It will lead to its own destruction. Right. Tapos nung tinapon pa nga sila, binong kasama pati mga bata. Oh, okay. yeah, Masyadong malupit ito. Oh, okay. oh, yung mga misis, yung mga basahan. And I think yun yung problema about evil eh. Nadadamay pati yung mga tao na Totoo. Yeah. hindi natin... Mm-hmm. Mahilig tayo sa reasoning na eh wala naman akong yung sinasaktan eh. Oh. Eh ano ngayon kung ginagawa ko to? Ako lang naman ito eh. That Without is a very myopic na. view of mm-hmm. sin. Other uh, people are affected by your sin. Right. And I think other people are always affected by anything that we do. Yes. Right. One way or the other and it's kind of naive to think na it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Diba yeah. sa Exodus may mga warnings against breaking the commandments kasi magsasuffer rin yung next generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I were to follow up on that one sa Deuteronomy 24, 16 you see the mercy of God in the law. Fathers shall not be put to death because of their children nor shall children be put to death because of their fathers. Each one shall be put to death for their own sins. Yung parang Darius did not follow this. No, this is not no, his di, thing. No. Pero ito yung batas nila eh. Ganyan oh. sila eh. And you can kind of see na although he may be an ally sort of or in favor of Daniel he is not a follower That's right. of Yahweh and this is still how he wields his power. Kita mo nga di ba yung naging reaction ng mga Leon? Finally! Breaking of the fast! Lamon! Diba? Ando si Daniel hindi nila makain. Eto na! Go! Hindi pa nga lumalapag diba? Oo. Look at that. The lions overpowered them and crushed all their bones. Gutom na gutom. Gutom na gutom sila. Hindi pwedeng sabihin na pinabusog mo na yung lions kaya hindi kinain si Daniel. Gutom na gutom sila dito eh. Puntahan na natin yung huling parte nitong story and this is about the vindication. 25 to 28. Bago na namang decree. Bago na namang decree. Ilig talaga sa mga oh, decree oh, mga ito, oh, oh. no? Grabe. Pero tapos na ba yung 30 days? Di pa. Di pa. Parang araw pa lang ito siguro. Ito yung medyo challenging sa akin eh. Paano niya binali yung decree na yun na una niyang sinula? Kasi dapat ini-implement pa rin yun. Oh, Dito pa nahirapan eh. Again, going back to Esther, dahil hindi mabali yung edict ng king, kailangan gumawa ng bagong edict. Counter-edict. Oo. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, is this a counter-edict? It's probably the counter-edict. I make a decree that in all my royal dominion, people are to tremble and fear before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God, enduring forever. His kingdom shall never be destroyed, and his dominion shall be to the end. He delivers and rescues. He works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. He who has saved Daniel from the power of the lions. Paano nito na-counter yung unang decree? Parang hirap isipin, di ba? Mm-hmm. Uh, if I were to guess, it's like, no, wait, I'm not gonna guess. <laughs> okay. Sabihin ko sana, guess? Mm. Anyway. Like kasi yung unang decree was to pray to the king. Tapos ito naman, to tremble and fear before the God of Daniel. Ito yung mahirap unawain dito. Did he give an exemption kay Daniel? Remember, Daniel was proven 
innocent. Mm. And the proof of his innocence also proved that the edict was, the was wrong. wrong. So they botched the edict completely? I don't Possibly. know. It's a possibility. You know, again, in the practice of the Persians, how do you do it? You just have to write another edict mm. to counter okay. that. Mm. This could be the counter edict, but I'm not very clear. Yeah, we're mm. not sure about We're that. not very sure. Yeah. But the point is, Daniel's rescue, his redemption, proved that whatever Daniel was doing, praying to Yahweh, was right. And that the edict was wrong. The first one. The first one. Mm-hmm. So, ano itong nilalaman ng edict? He is the living God, enduring forever. And his kingdom shall never be destroyed. Sinabi pa that this is a God who rescues and saves. So this was his conclusion about the God of Daniel. Kahit ginawa na ni Yahweh yon para kay Daniel, wording pa rin ni Darius, and fear before the God of Daniel. The it's, God oh, of yeah, Daniel, yeah, that's, not the God of oh, Darius. Parang yung kay Nebuchadnezzar. It's uh-huh. like, yeah, your God. Mm-hmm. So ibig mong sabihin, nag-convert mm-hmm. si Darius? Madali lang pa rin tanggapin na may isa pang God kasi polytheist sila. Oh, kasi polytheist nga naman sila. Welcome, lahat. Mm. <laughs> oh. Galing, bigyan ng jacket. Oh, sige, di ba? Oh, pwede na yan. Okay ang Diyos na yan. Basta respetuhin niyo yan, ha? So ngayon, paano na-vindicate ng Panginoon si Daniel? Because he continued to pray to God despite the edict. After everything that's happened, it was still proven even to himself na I did the right thing. It was right of me to continue to trust God even if it seems na sobrang bleak na nung aking future. When I was studying this actually, na what if I was the one there? Would people say the same things about me? Oh, she's faithful in everything she does. Would I have had integrity if I was the one there? Tsaka it's admirable na kahit alam niyang one month lang yung decree, hindi niya talaga kinompromise pa rin. Hindi, hindi, hindi niya tiniis na lang. Ano? Yung nga, na it's really in these little inconveniences, doon natin makikita na si Lord ba talaga is Lord of our lives. Right. You know, for someone in exile, lumayo ka na dun sa bansa mo, at lahat na nga ng symbols ng religion, ng iyong identity, culture mo, tinanggal na lahat. Sa tinagal-tagal ni Daniel dun sa Babylon, hindi pa rin nabura yung identity niya kay Yahweh. Kahit anong mangyari, hindi ito mawawala sa kanya. Kaya yung loyalty niya kay Yahweh, solid. At naintindihan niya, kasi nga dito sa kwento ng Daniel, especially here in chapter 6, you see overlapping kingdoms. The kingdom of man and the kingdom of God. And Daniel knew that his loyalty should be to the kingdom of God. Which shall never be destroyed and his dominion shall be to the end. And for him, a government employee, ha? pero ang loyalty niya. Hindi siya naging diehard kahit kaninong human leader. Basta ginagawa niya yung trabaho niya, malini siya magtrabaho, he's not corrupt, he's not immoral, he just does his job. And that was possible only because he was very, very loyal to Yahweh no matter what. Para sa akin, my takeaway from this one actually, it's really, Babylon was the big bad, it was replaced by Persia. And it's like one worldly power that replaces another. And you think na, ito na, finally, tapos na ang problema namin. Pero ganun pa rin yung problema para sa followers of God. It reminds me not to have too much security. When one worldly problem ends, it's not like happily ever after. No. Now I can be a resident here. Mm-hmm. Now I can be secure. No, I have to remind myself, until the very end, my whole life here, I am an exile. I am an exile. This is not my home. And you know, we're living in the kingdoms of man, but we are citizens of a better kingdom. Right. And yeah. we should always remind ourselves that you know, we are forever exiles mm-hmm. here. Don't be too comfy. That's Don't true. be too comfy. Yeah. At the same time, as an exile, how should I act here in the kingdom that I have been exiled in? And I'll read 
Jeremiah 29, 7. The words of God to the people oh, to the, about to be exiled. But seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf. For in its welfare you will find your welfare. We are exiles and we are citizens of a better kingdom. But the command of our king is to serve the people here, is to seek the welfare of the people here. Which so, exactly parang, happened to Daniel in verse 28. So Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyrus the Persian. Lumaguna yeah. He became successful as a civil servant. Malino dun sa sinabi nga nung ni Peter at saka yung mga apostles in Acts na isa lang ang dapat nating sundin. Mahirap tong gawin eh. Pero kayang gawin ito ni Daniel because of his perspective. Because he understands there's only one king and one kingdom that will reign forever. Nakita na naman niya yung political vacillation noon sa Babylon. At kahit nagpalit pa yan ng superpower, alam na alam niya na hindi rin ito magtatagal. This will in fact be clearer when we go to the apocalyptic literature part of Daniel. Yung turnover ng rulers, ganun na naman eh. Meron talagang isang kingdom na magtatagal. Kaya itong pinagsisilbihan niya ngayon, hindi yan magtatagal. At isang maganda example ni Daniel sa atin, that he is an evangelist. Lahat ng pagkakataong ginagawa niya to proclaim who God is. Yeah. He gets the story out. Yeah. The story about God. Kailangan marinig ninyo. And always pointing to always pointing to Yahweh. This. Always yeah. pointing to Him. Mm. Yun ang maganda dun eh. Pero alam mo, hindi natin kayang gawin yun kung hindi natin personal na kilala ang Diyos. Mm. Mag-iimbento ka lang. Hindi ka magkakaroon ng gantong kalalim na conviction na kahit itapon ako sa mga liyon, hindi ako matatakot. Mawala man ako, kainin man ako o hindi, ang importante na proclaim ko sa inyo kung sino talaga ang Diyos. He's an evangelist. Sana ganito tayo ano, na sa lahat ng ginagawa natin, we always proclaim God, who He is. His faith is very public. So that is Daniel 6 and that is the end of the narrative part. Stay tuned for our next episodes on the apocalyptic literature ng 7 to 12. Medyo matindi, medyo rock and roll yung part na to. In the meantime, if you got something out of this, we'd love to hear from you. Please email us at ucminterface at gmail.com Thank you very much. Don't forget to subscribe and see you soon on the next episode. See ya! Alright, God bless! Thanks for joining us in the UCM Interface Bible Study Podcast. If you want to know more about our ministry, email us at ucminterface at gmail.com. Join us in Union Church of Manila, Rada Corner Legaspi, Makati City.